0: There's nothing, 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 nothing you could do. Straight up. There's nothing you could do. know the boy says. There's nothing you do. I don't know why you want to play with it. There's nothing you could do. When I started fighting, I was still a professional artist. It was something of mine that uh, I was a big passion. Art was, art was and still is a very big passion of mine. And um, when I moved to LA, my, my big dream was that I wanted to become an artist. I wanted to be an artist for DreamWorks. I wanted to work professionally as an animator. I wanted to do really big things in the art world. And then I found fighting. And one of the things that people don't know is that when I started fighting, I was still in my career as an artist. I was was still doing a lot of things. In fact, I had companies like Nike that we were doing artwork for, National Academy of Sports Medicine were, were types of businesses that we were doing stuff for. And when I... Had my first couple fights, I started to see this, this side of sports um, that had never clicked to me before. I mean, well, I've been an athlete my whole life, but I never saw the impact that sports were going to have on my life, and the more I got into fighting, the more I got into training, I saw my passion for combat sports start to oversight my passion for becoming an artist, and when I had my first fight, which was in Tijuana, Mexico, I went out to TJ and I fought my first fight. Um, it was the most incredible experience I'd ever, have ever had in my life. It was the, it was like being unplugged from the Matrix. I, I went out to this, this other country. I fought a guy who I didn't know anything about for an amount of money. I had no idea how much I was going to make, and I really didn't even know how to fight at the time. But yet, when I was in there the feeling of the fight the feeling of the walking to the tunnel and then the feeling of my hand being raised were all experiences that were life-changing these were pillars that that changed me for who I was and what I wanted out of life when I had my second fight I won by by submission and I was like, wow, this this is incredible. So then I kept training and I kept working and I was still an artist and then I had my third fight and it was the same thing, I had another finish happen and I was absolutely becoming obsessed with the idea of fighting and the art that came from fighting and my desire to pursue that really started weighing heavy on my desire to become, or still being a professional artist. And I was living almost two lives, where there's this life of me being the studio artist, and this life of me being in the gym and training as a fighter. And I realized that after my next fight, my fourth fight, that you can't be all in with two different things. You you are either all in on one, or you're partially in one and partially in the other. And the problem with being partially in is that You're not dedicated, you're not giving it your all. And I had my first opportunity to fight for uh, the California title, actually it was a national title I guess, but um, it was the first time a title had ever been fought for in California because it had just become legal. And so I was on that stage, I was in the first event where the championship was being held. I was the main event for that title and I lost. I lost my first big opportunity and I realized that it was because that I was not all in. It had nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't dedicated, because I was. Uh, It had nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't training, because I was. It had everything to do with the simple reasoning that I wasn't all in, my opponent was. He's a guy that, that all he did was train, and I was a professional artist attempting to be a fighter, you know, I hear a lot of people, this is going to piss a lot of people off, but it's true, you know, you hear people that say they're actors, but they spend most of their time... um Bartending, and you know, well then no, you're a bartender who acts, and also people that are. I'm a screenwriter, but I am a waiter um, in most of my time. Like no, you're a waiter who does screenwriting. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's you got to understand that what you do majority of the time, that is what you are. Uh, your hobbies are your hobbies. It's not your profession. It's not what you are doing. It's what you spend the most of your time doing. And I was not. I was not spending my most of my time training and fighting. I was in fact, spending more of my time in the studio, which is fine because I was an artist. But I was—I realized that I was an artist that fought. I was an artist that trained. I was an artist that took these opportunities. And so when I realized that I wanted to pursue fighting, I no longer wanted to be an artist who fought. I wanted to become a fighter. I wanted to become an athlete who had these other attributes. Uh, I decided to say, you know what? Now's the time I'm gonna take this risk. I can always go back to art, but if I'm gonna be all in, I'm gonna be all in. I'm gonna give this thing a real shot. And so I, I told my business partner at the time that I said, hey, uh, I wanna pursue this, this career in fighting and um, here, <laughs> studio is yours. You can have all, all the things that we have and I, I just, it's time for me to move on. And if I feel like later on I wanna come back to art, the opportunity will always be there for me, but I, right now I gotta do this. And so when I did that, another thing came along with it that all my my income was gone. All my uh, ways to pay bills was gone. And so I took this risk and I decided, I said, you know what, I'm gonna move into my car and I'm going to see where this thing takes me. And that decision, was a very, very hard thing to do because I cut the safety nets. And yeah, I, I was fortunate that I a lot of people that reached out to me and they let me sleep on their couches. I'd say I did this for about the first year of my fighting career after I made that decision. And it showed me that okay, I'm all in. I'm not gonna allow myself to say I have other distractions, that this is it. I'm living in and out of my car, people's couches, and I'm going to pursue this career. At the time, it was a career that nobody knew was gonna turn anywhere. This is when fighting was just becoming a thing. You know, The fact that I'm reaching out and I'm becoming a fighter in an industry that my weight class wasn't even in the UFC. Nobody even had the opportunities for my, my guys my size to be able to fight on any level that was making any money so it was almost ludicrous and that process made me really become a lot more dedicated to my mission of pursuing myself in this career of fighting and you know i, I had a conversation with an old friend of mine the other day and he uh, he told me said, hey listen like you know I know you've you've been doing this for a long time but like I don't know of a time that you were homeless and I realized that when he said that it resonated with me that he didn't know it because I was never vocal about it it wasn't a thing that I realized that I even did I, I guess I blocked it out but that's how I started I started by saying okay it wasn't it wasn't that I was homeless due to circumstances it was it was due to a choice that I made so I could pursue a career it had nothing to do with because um, I was out on my luck it had everything to do with the fact that I wanted to pursue this career and As soon as I decided to reach out of that bubble, I remember I started dating this girl at this gym that we were training out of and um, I had no money to take her out. So then I reached out to the gym to see if they had classes that I could teach. And that's actually where I started teaching classes. I started teaching classes because I wanted to take this girl out. I didn't want to be a guy that didn't have any money that, that you know, if I took her out in this car that had all my sweaty, smelly gym clothes in. I didn't want to be that guy. I was like, okay, cool. Now I've got some income coming in and I was able to take her out, and yeah, one thing led to another, and we we got real serious, and I moved in, and that took care of that situation, but me deciding to be homeless is, is interesting, because it was a choice. It was a choice of, do I stay unhappy doing what I'm doing, Or do I pursue this sport and become happy and not care about what's on the in between of the process and that absolutely was the right choice that if you are in pursuit of a monetary check but what you have to do to get that money doesn't make you happy there's no way you're ever going to be happy with that money but if you could do something that makes you happy and eventually make some kind of money doing what makes you happy. Then I think that's the answer. That there's no amount of money that I could ever have that can take away those experiences into what got me to where I am today. Who I am today. Nothing 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 you could do straight up. There's nothing you, you know could the do. boy says. There's nothing you I don't know why you want to play with it. There's nothing you could do